0: Welcome to the Football Betting Podcast, brought to you in partnership with Manscaped, the best in men's blow the waist grooming. I'm your host, Tom Pipkin, and I'm joined, as ever, by my co-host, Tom Walker. Welcome to the show, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Yeah, and as you just told me, happy National Podcast Day.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's kind of crept up on us. National Day for bloody everything nowadays, isn't there? But, uh, but yeah, na- uh, happy National Podcast Day to you. And the profit chasers who have been with us on this uh, on this three and a bit year four season journey that we've been on. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. It's a long journey. It's been a long journey.
1: Joe, you know what Tom? No podcast is complete without
0: their listeners. That's exactly right. That's so cheesy, but it's <laughs> it's, it's, it's so true. <laughs> it is true. It is true. But anyway,
1: yeah. Uh, happy National Podcast Day. Um, packed show as ever this week.
0: Yep, same as ever. So Premier League, Championship, League One, League Two. We're going to go through them all, picking out our betting highlights for this weekend. Uh, Then we're going to look at bomb-proof trebles from last weekend and a little bit of fantasy football at the end. So um, we'll crack straight on, shall we, with this week's Premier League. Dive straight into Saturday and there's four games. So we're kicked off with a 12.30 Chelsea against Crystal Palace. Chelsea heavy favorites for this. Um they're priced at 2 to 5, the draw 4 to 1, Palace outsiders 6 to 1. Um considering how so-so Chelsea have been in the last couple of weeks, do you think they're worth betting on at 2 to 5 or would you avoid because I know where I'd be uh, sitting on this one?
1: Yeah, not sure why you would be going all in on Chelsea at the moment just Everything, everything's still early with them, right? Signings are bedding in. Some of them are only just arriving. Uh, Lampard's working out his best system. They're conceding goals left, right and centre. Yeah, uh, this is a game in which they're against a team three places above them in the league table. I understand it's early, but still a fact. Uh, Palace have started off really well. No idea why you would go for Chelsea at 2-5. to five. Yep.
0: No, completely agree. I think the pieces are there for Chelsea, just uh, not quite together yet. Um, Which kind of brings me to my tip. You spoke about Chelsea being defensively pretty poor. Um, I think both teams to score is something to go for in this game. It's priced at four to five, so it's not bad, actually. Um, As we've seen, Chelsea conceded three against West Brom, conceding plenty of goals, making a lot of individual mistakes. And Palace have been playing some really good attacking football this season. Um, scored their three against Manchester United, scored one against high and Everton. Um, they've not failed to score yet in their three Premier League games. And I think they can get at this Chelsea defence. And I think uh, result-wise, don't know which way it's going to go, but I do think both teams are more than capable of getting on the score sheet. Couldn't agree any more. In that case, we'll move to the second game then. Everton, once again, the three o'clock Saturday kickoff. Um, they play Brighton this week. 7 to 10 for Everton, 13 to 5 for the draw, 4 to 1 for Brighton. Uh three wins out of three for Everton, currently third in the league just on goal difference. Can you see this being a fourth?
1: Yeah, I can. Uh, but they are playing I've got two two Premier League kind of neutral favorites that I'm going to bang on about all season. First Let of me all,
0: guess, uh, Mikel Arteta.
1: Yeah, Mikel Arteta's <laughs> Arsenal Rebranded, by the way, not Arsenal Football Club anymore. (laughs) Mikel Arteta's Arsenal and, Tom? Everton? No, Brighton.
0: Oh, Graham Potter's Brighton.
1: Yeah, Graham Potter's Brighton. I'm a big, big fan of of Brighton and uh, I think they'll have a really good season. On the flip side, though, uh, Everton have had a really strong start. and They've been so impressive. Um, They're currently in Carabao Cup action, as are Brighton right now as well. Uh, so, maybe a little bit of midweek um, implications to come. But what I'm looking at, uh, I really like Brighton going forward. Trossard has been great. Connolly's been great. Morphe's been in the goals. Lampty from right back. I've got a really big 8-1 to one tip. Ooh. Uh, I think Ooh. Everton will win and both teams will score. And that's 8-1. to one. I think that eight is one. absolutely huge value. 8-1. to one. That's enormous. Shit, wait, I've read the wrong thing.
0: He builds us up profit chasers just to knock us down. What? Nightmare.
1: 13 to 5.
0: I was going to say, 8 to 1, that is massive.
1: Yeah, my Um... bad. I've had an absolute Reggie Blinker stinker. Um, (laughs) So Everton to win and both teams to score, 13 to 5. Still a good price. Not 8 to 1, but still a good price. (laughs) Um, yeah, we're
0: still uh, looking a little bit under three to one, so that's not too bad. Yeah, I just um, think
1: I just think Brighton have got enough about them to get on the score sheet. But it's yeah. hard to look past Everton, isn't it?
0: Yeah, I completely agree. Completely agree. Um so let's go to the 530 game, which is Leeds against Man City. Leeds big price for the home side, 15 to 2, the draw nine to two, Man City three to ten. Um I I think it's going to be a really entertaining game and I don't know why, but there's something telling me that Leeds are going to get something from this game and it's not something that I'm going to put as a proper, you know, a proper strong tip, but I feel like Leeds have got a chance here. 100%. I I, from the start of the season, I've always thought Leeds will probably bowl over one of the big boys this season. Um, yeah. Could be this game. Uh, massive odds for them to do so. 15-2, to two. double chance Leeds or draw 12-5. to five. I certainly, certainly think you'll get both teams to score here. That's 4-7, to seven, um, so a little bit less value in that, but still not too bad. Um, yeah, I, d- I don't know what it is, but there's a something telling me Leeds can get something from this game. They've got an excellent chance that, that really kind of belies the odds that the bookies are giving them.
1: Yeah, 100%. Leeds have been really impressive so far. Um, they are coming up against a Man City side. Forget the Carabao Cup game um, in midweek. That only adds to the fact that Leeds, you know, that only puts another point in Leeds' corner, the fact that City have been in midweek action and they played a relatively strong side. Mm. They're coming off the back of that 5-2 against Leicester. Ruben Diaz, are they just going to throw him in and and hope to God that he's going to be the answer to all the problems? There's obviously a few question marks over City. Leeds are playing them at the perfect time. It's a little bit of a free hit for them. And, yeah, yeah. I, I really like Leeds, uh, double chance, Leeds or draw, 12 to 5. Would I put my mortgage or my house on it? No. But I, I do think that you will be able to get some uh, some money back with some kind of Leeds persuasion, whether that, Tom, is, as you said, both teams to score or if you go down the double chance route. Great opportunity for Leeds. City are wounded. Uh, obviously, it is Man City. They could turn around and you know come back fighting and roaring and win mm. 5-0. That could happen. But I really fancy Leeds to get something.
0: Yeah. Um, another price. Both teams to score and over 2.5 goals, 8-11. to 11. So, as an alternative to both teams to score, if you want to add a little bit extra with the over 2.5 and get a little bit more on the price, 8-11 is one that I do think will, again, come in for this game. Great. Finally, then, for Saturday, Newcastle against Burnley. Um, saved the most exciting game to last, haven't they? 7-5 yeah. for Newcastle, 21-10 for the draw, and 21-10 again for Burnley to get the win. Um I don't know, to be honest. If I had to go anywhere, Newcastle, but it's not strong.
1: My tip is to go out for dinner and don't watch this game. (laughs) (laughs) Safely, obviously. Um, Yeah,
0: Profit Chase, if you take one tip from this whole show, it's probably that one.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, this is going to be a complete pig's ear. Um, Both in midweek action, both not getting a good result, both yielding strong sides. Yeah, I don't don't know how this is going to go, but it's not
0: to be watched or bet on. (laughs) (laughs) And with that, we'll go to Sunday then. Um, Lots of games on Sunday. Six taking place. We've got two at 12 o'clock, two at 2 o'clock, one at 4.30 and one at 7.15. So the 12 o'clock, we've got Leicester against West Ham and Southampton against West Brom. Um, On the face of that, we're looking at a home double. For the uh, the two lunch times, Leicester very impressive. We, three wins out of three. Um, short priced eight to thirteen to get a win over West Brom at home. But the form they're on, especially off the back of that Man City win, surely you, you'd be uh, a very very much a gambling man to bet against Leicester in this game.
1: You would. You would. So the one thing I would say about West Ham is they've scored in every game that they've played in, apart from their opening day loss to Newcastle, uh, including a 4-0 win over Wolves and a 5-1 win over Hull. Obviously, that's in the Carabao Cup. They have been fine in the back of the net, and Leicester haven't kept a clean sheet since the opening day when they beat West Brom. So definitely something to look out for there. Everything points towards... Uh, Leicester to win and both teams to score, which is 11-5. to uh, Jared Bowen was in great form over the weekend. Uh, fancy him to get on the score sheet, possibly. And yeah, Leicester, as I said, you can get at them. Uh, but I think that they'll obviously you know, carry on their momentum and get the three points.
0: Mm, yeah, uh, very impressive, wasn't it? To be fair to West Ham, that 4-0 win over Wolves. And we said, didn't we, we joked on the podcast, it might be better without Moisey on the touchline. Uh, and in and around the place, scored nine goals in the two games. Moisey hasn't been around. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's not
1: it's not a good omen for old Moisey, is it? But uh, Alan Irvine might be the manager soon. Who knows?
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, seems like they're doing well under his stewardship. Anyway, so Southampton, West Brom, West Brom, absolutely. Pretty poor, aren't they? Second to Fulham um, in who's been the poorest so far this season, I'd say. Seven to ten, the price for Southampton to get a win over West Brom. Fourteen to five, the draw. Fifteen to four for the Baggies to uh, get the three points. Um, for me, Southampton seven to ten. I don't see. I haven't really seen anything from West Brom that makes me want to back them away from home. at nearly. What's that? Uh,
1: nearly 4-1 yeah agreed I, I like I said to you I think I said it on the last two shows so apologies for regular listeners but Pereira D and Garner they'll create plenty of chances Pereira in particular will really flourish this season you'll see him go on to to get another move probably in the summer I expect West Brom to go down and Pereira will go on to better things so they can definitely create but at the back it's just completely hopeless. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I agree with you, Tom. I've seen nothing from West Brom to show me that they've got the defensive solidity to go to Southampton and, and put anything up. However, as you said, Southampton hardly been great, have they?
0: Not really, no. They haven't. But, um, yeah, just to highlight the frailties defensively from West Brom, and um, they've played five games this season across all competitions. They've kept one clean sheet that was when they beat Harrogate of League Two, 3 0. Um, other than that, they conceded three against Leicester, five against Everton, two against Brentford, and three against Chelsea. Um, I think when they drew three all with Chelsea at the weekend, it made them the third side in Premier League history to concede three goals in their first three league games. Wow. Yeah. It's not, not been a, good. it's
1: not been a good start. Like I said, going forward, there's a case for them being pretty handy, but you're going to get nowhere with uh, records like that.
0: No, you're not. Um, right, so the two o'clock games then. More home favourites for me. It's Arsenal against Sheffield United, Wolves against Fulham. Both teams priced at around one to two. Uh, that's Arsenal and Wolves. Arsenal uh so Arsenal against Sheffield United 8 to 15 for Arsenal draw 3 to 1 Sheffield United 11 to 2 um I'll just leave this one to you to wax lyrical about your boy Mikel Arteta Yeah Arsenal
1: will absolutely Arsenal are absolute bankers here he's <laughs> He's re- no. I'm serious.
0: I feel He's, like I can't take you seriously now when you talk about Arsenal.
1: No, I know. I hated them for years. This is all I've ever wanted—like a bit of discipline, bit of tactical, now bit of organisation, bit of grit. Kind of wanting to do the dirty side, and and Arteta has has done all of the above, and it obviously helps that Sheffield United have been dreadful. So far this season, absolutely Mm. dreadful. And I said it on the show last week. I'm starting to wonder if playing David McGoldrick, Oli Burke, uh, Lundstrom, like these players, yeah, these players that we know are probably not Premier League. Quite like they won't get in any other side other than Sheffield United. I'm Mm. wondering if it's going to catch up with them. Uh, I think we both said that they'd finish lower than they did last season which is perfectly natural and fine. Uh, they'll be looking to stay in the league again for sure. But uh, yeah, they'll get absolutely unpicked here against Arsenal. The yeah. The wing-back system of Arsenal and Aubameyang in that inside left channel is uh, gives me all kinds of shivers from a Sheffield United point of view.
0: Yeah, so Tom, if you think um, Arsenal might pick off Sheffield United and uh, really get a few goals past them, you could... Go for the Arsenal over goals market. So over one point five goals for Arsenal is eight to eleven. Over two point five is twelve to five. Banker. How how high do you want to go here? Three point five is seven to one. If you think it's going to be that bad.
1: I'm going to stick at three. Three yeah. nil Arsenal.
0: Yeah. So over two point five, twelve to five, a, a tasty over two to one price there. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Um right, the so the second two o'clock game is Wolves against Fulham, Wolves priced at one to two, draw three to one, Fulham six to one, Wolves one to two, despite their four-nil hammering against West Ham uh last weekend. Fulham have been so bad. They were literally being laughed at um in the post match analysis, weren't they? In their last game. Their yeah. defensive frailties are so so bad. Um, and then even off the pitch, things are starting to go wrong already. And we're three games in. Uh, Tony Khan, the owner, is tweeting out saying the team's not good enough. Um, he's trying to bring in reinforcements. He apologises for the performance. You know, it's, it's not helping things, is it? Scott Parker's disagreeing with him. He's saying he shouldn't have done that. Um, you know, it's not good on the pitch. It's starting to get messy off the pitch. And considering how early we are into the season... It's not good signs.
1: It's embarrassing.
0: Plus, uh, you, plus Paddy Power have already paid out for them to be relegated. I don't know if you saw that. I didn't, but it doesn't surprise me. Yeah, yeah.
1: I, I, I just think, and you know how I feel about chairman on Twitter. I can't stand yeah. it. It never, ever goes well. It's always just drama and contradiction. It's like they all want to be in the limelight. How would you feel, Tom, if you're Tim Ream, right? And then the chairman's coming out saying, yeah, we're trying to get four center halves to replace these fucking idiots, but we can't get any. So I'm sorry for you have to watch what you got to watch. <laughs> you, you'd be like, well, what, what the hell am I doing here? Then shit, yeah. like, shit me off. It,
0: you're on the phone to your agent, like, get me out of yeah, here.
1: You'd be, yeah. Like, you'd be like, you're would be Mr. Agent. Like, just get me a move. Like this guy don't want me. Like it's, yeah, it's a, it's a early mess. Um, Are we surprised? Scott Parker was almost sacked, apparently, a couple of times last season when things weren't going right in the Championship. Absolutely monumental step up. They're struggling again. Possibly first manager to get sacked. Uh, I wouldn't bet against that. Yeah, Wolves haven't really been great, but they're
0: going to get the win on Saturday, I think. Yeah, and from Fulham's perspective, the games they've played so far... um... On paper, Arsenal, tough game, wouldn't expect them to win that anyway. But they played Leeds and Villa in their other two games and conceded four against Leeds and three against Villa. And these are sides they need to be looking at getting points against because they're certainly not going to get any against the top six, seven, eight clubs in the league. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's,
1: yeah, I haven't, I don't know if I want to go near Wolves at one to two. To be honest, I think there's better bets out there this weekend, but yeah, I think they'll get a oh, yeah. they'll get a win.
0: Absolutely, I think you're getting the one to two based on how bad Fulham have been, rather yeah. than how good Wolves have been. Because yes, they covered themselves in glory this season, but yeah, mm-hmm. Arsenal at a very, very similar price are a million times a better place to put your money. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Anyway, um, four thirty. Man United against Spurs. United seventeen to twenty. The draw eleven to four, and Spurs three to one to get the win. I was really umming and ahhing about which way to go with this one, to be honest. And I think I'm falling on the side of Manchester United at seventeen to twenty, and that's not based on how good they've been this season because they've been so underwhelming, to be honest. It's more based on the build-up of games that Spurs have got at the moment. And I think this is the last kind of game they need at the end of such a tough run. In the last few days, in the last week, they've played, uh, they've been away to Shekendija, wherever that is, um, in the Europa League qualification. Then they had Newcastle in the Prem. Then in midweek, they had Chelsea in the EFL Cup. Then on Thursday night they've got a game against Maccabi Haifa in the Europa League qualification. And then this game on Sunday—it's like five games in the space of less than ten days. Yeah. It's it's mental. Yeah. So I'm thinking more from more from a, a fitness point of view, it's going to catch up with Spurs when they play a team who do have genuine good quality like United. Um, that's why I'm going to go for for Manu at 17 to 20.
1: Yeah, I agree. I'd, I'm same as you, Tom. I mean, against Brighton, that's insane. The amount of times Brighton hit the woodwork, and obviously, it, oh man, it was it was wild. United, how they how they won that game was absolutely beyond me. I'm personally going to sit on the fence here, Tom. I don't know what kind of team Mourinho is going to be playing against Maccabi Haifa. I know Kane sat out the Carabao Cup, so you'd imagine he's going to play. Um, I just don't trust either team right now. I I really don't trust either team. Both of them are absolutely terrible at the back. Spurs, I mean, I know it's the same for every fullback, but Regulon, or however you want to say his name, Regulon, I, I'm, I'm absolutely murdering it. But he looked great against Chelsea because of how good he was going forward. Uh, yeah. cent, the centre-halves that you've got to pick from, for these two teams, like Maguire, uh, Lindelof, Sanchez, Aldeveral, Dyer, like these, none of these are good enough.
0: So, no. yeah, I, I don't trust either. Just a personal thing. No, no, completely agree with that. That's fair enough. They some shocking selection of centre backs. Terrible. <laughs> That's shocking. Um, okay, so finally on Sunday we've got Villa against Liverpool. Villa nine to one, as you'd expect. The draw seventeen to four and Liverpool three to ten favourites. Um I can't see any other reason why Liverpool wouldn't win this game three to ten, the price stinks, but you know, they've started like a house on fire. Um really impressive performances. They're getting better as the weeks go on. And despite Villa's strong start, I think Liverpool are just gonna win this with ease. Yeah, they will. It will be very comfortable. Yeah. So happy to move on from that then. Yeah. Uh, I don't know don't think there's any games on monday no there's not we've done all 10 so that takes us into our little app break
1: support for the football betting podcast is brought to you by manscaped the best immense below the waist grooming manscape offers precision engineered tools for your family jewels they obsess over their technology developments to provide you with the best tools for your grooming experience get 20 percent off and free shipping with the code FBP20, that's FBP, football betting podcast 20, at manscaped.com.
0: Your balls will thank you. Okay, guys, so let's next look at the championship. Do you want to get us kicked off, Tom? Anything that takes your fancy from all this big bunch of games? Lots on Saturday, three o'clock. I think we've got, what, seven, three o'clock kickoffs on Saturday? Eight, even.
1: Yeah, I'm going to make a – this is going to be a little bit of a talking point, and it's going to be a, a prediction as well. So, Ooh. for me, this is the last time that you're going to be able to get a absolute banker against Nottingham Forest. So,
0: Forest – Is the end of Mimushi?
1: No I, no, I actually don't. I think think Forest will lose against Bristol City. I think it will be you know, 2-1, 2-0, something like that. Then I think Sabri's going to get a chance to work with the players that don't go on international duty for that break. And then I think we will come back. And then I think Forrest will be a little more settled. I think Sabri will make a few decisions about his team. Players will hopefully leave. And I think Forrest will be you know a little bit more competitive. I'm not going to say they're going to win the league or get in the playoffs, but I don't think you're going to see teams just roll up and batter Forrest anymore. Uh, but definitely, it will happen on Saturday. Uh, they're playing against the Bristol City side with a 100% record so far. It's been really impressive from them. They're playing a very attacking style with basically two central midfielders that have zero care about defending, um, including Forrest's old boy, Jamie Patterson, um, who has started off really, really well um for for the Robins. You can get Bristol City at nineteen to ten. Like I said, I think they will get the win uh this weekend and then I think you will find a bit more of a competitive forest on the other side of the international break.
0: Jeez, yeah. Um as Forest fans, what we'd what we'd give to have a few more attacking minded midfielders play on a Saturday or <laughs> whenever we play. It seems to be three defensive minded midfielders at the moment, doesn't it? But um, yeah, completely agree. I think Bristol City are a very good price to get something against Forest this this uh, sorry this weekend, which kind of leads me in nicely to one of the few teams who have actually been worse, I'd say, than Forest this season, and thankfully that's Derby. Uh, They play Norwich away. Derby have lost three out of three, same as Forest. However, they've conceded eight uh, and scored just the one in those three games. That included a 4 0 hammering by Blackburn last weekend. Um, It's not a good start whatsoever for Derby. It kind of feeds in from their end to last season when at one stage it looked like they might catch the playoff lot, but then they really fell off in the last kind of six, seven games. And it's just carried over into this season and they've started so badly. I cannot go anywhere near them against the Norwich side who have had an inconsistent start, but they've still got a very, very good squad for this level. I still think they'll be challenging at the right end of the season. And odds are three to five. It's not the best, but I do think they'll get a comfortable win against against this hopeless derby side.
1: Yeah, uh, odds on Wayne Rooney being the manager before the end of the season.
0: I think uh, I think pretty good. Yeah. Have you got a price? No. Not, no. Just a question. No, just a question. I thought, but I thought you were gonna give me a price then, but I was gonna say, yeah, I could see it. Yeah, I mean
1: I think Darby will give Koku time and I think he deserves time. But they definitely haven't started off um the way that they wanna. It's it's been really poor, so Completely agree with your tip. Very tough game for uh, for Derby and Forest this weekend. Not good to be from the Midlands at the moment.
0: No.
1: <laughs> uh, let's talk about Luton.
0: Yeah, stole this one off me.
1: Yeah, um, I mean, Luton have lost their last two games. But in context, United in the Carabao Cup. Watford, a team recently relegated from the Premier League in the Championship previously before that they beat Derby they beat Reading in the Carabao Cup that's looking like a really good result now f- after Reading's start and they beat Barnsley obviously on opening day we've spoken how many times uh, about Wickham they yet to score in the league they don't really look like scoring and they look really out of their depth to be honest with you it's sad to say but Luton Three to four, I mean, it's it looks so straightforward.
0: Gobble it up. It looks Gobble so straightforward, doesn't it? It really does. Yep. Gobble that price up. Yeah. If it wasn't Luton written there, if it was like a a Bristol City, you know, a Swansea, you'd be getting a lot less than than three to four with yep. the same form. Hundred percent. It's yeah, like I really
1: would love Wickham to. Put up a few performances. you know what I mean? Just give themselves something because they don't deserve to to get into this league and then just get completely humiliated. But it's uh, it's not been good so far, has it?
0: No, it hasn't. It hasn't. And I agree. I'd like to see them put up a bit more. But um, yeah, three to four for Luton will take that all day. Yep. I've just got one more um, for us and that's in the Stoke against Birmingham game. This one comes on Sunday. And the tip is under 2.5 goals, and it's priced at 8-13. to 13. Don't care who wins this game. However, both teams have been very, very short on goals in all their games this season so far. So if we look at Stoke's three games in the championship, they've had a 1-0, a 2-0, and a 0-0. Two games in the Carabao Cup, both finished 1-0. Uh, so all five under 2.5 goals. And then for Birmingham, they played four times this season, once in the Carabao Cup, three times in the league. Uh, They've had two 1-0s, a 0-0 and a one all So again, all four games under 2.5 goals. So surely this has got to be under 2.5 goals, hasn't it? Well, you'd think so. Is it going to be a 3 all thriller? Oh, God. I
1: mean, it does happen, doesn't it? Every now and then. (laughs) It does happen where... The complete unexpected happens, but yeah, as you said, it's looking like it's going to be a little bit of a stinker. You know, a bit of a tight game, a little bit of a chess match. So, yeah, uh, I would completely agree with that one. Uh, the finally, the final, the finally, the final, yeah. um, the final tip I have is obviously in a, staying in a championship with Swansea. I think they'll get a win against Millwall. Um, Millwall have been good so far this season, really. Uh, They are uh, unbeaten in the league. However, I do think that coming up against a Swansea side that's in pretty good form uh, and has kept three clean sheets on the bounce is going to be a really big task. I've been really impressed with this Swansea team. Gibbs-White looks great. The IU low... Kind of combination as kind of wide forwards almost has been really great and obviously one of my favourite championship players in Grimes in midfield still pulling all of the strings not going to be easy but Swansea five to four I think this is where Millwall you know hit a brick wall a little bit but they will come through the other side and they'll go on to have a good season
0: mm, yeah. <clears throat> I can see that definitely. Uh, just before we move on to League One and wrap up the Championship, just some in-play news from uh, Everton, who Ooh. are playing West Ham, currently three-one up. However, um, Richarlison and Allen have both been gone off injured. Oh. So uh, potentially implications for their game against Brighton on Saturday. Very interesting indeed. Yeah. So just. Uh, we think Everton will win uh, but yeah just bear in mind that any potential injuries profit chasers mhm keep an eye on it yeah uh okay anyway league 1 then let's see what we've got there i think i'm going to get us kicked off with our favorite team to tip in league 1 so far this season and it's ipswich town the mm. tractor boys <laughs> three wins out of three we say every week um probably the easiest start that they could probably have had on paper Uh, or they are thereabouts. They've played Wigan, Rochdale and Bristol Rovers. They've won each game 2-0. Couldn't ask any more from them. We've expected them to win every single one. They have done the top of the league. They've got another very, very winnable game this weekend against MK Dons, who currently sit in the relegation zone, uh, just one point from their opening three games. So for Ipswich to get a fourth win on a row against another very beatable team, it's Evens, it should happen. Looks like a, you know, an area for a shoe in to me. Yep,
1: yeah, should be a shoe in for sure. I mean, it's not exactly as you said. I would take a bet with anyone right now. I still don't fancy Ipswich to get promoted, but no, it, no. they are riding this wave, and fair play to them. Every team would, and uh, so yeah, completely agree with your tip and a nice price to boot as well. Mm-hmm yeah it is. not often you get uh, that kind of price kind of top of the league away from home right so um let's talk about a team that I'm going to tip that have lost the last three games
0: Oh, yes this is what we
1: like <laughs> this is what the profit chase has come to see and here okay uh Joey Barton Fleetwood lost three in a row they currently sit in 12th position they are a playoff hopeful I think I'll say Uh, they're kind of a a top six promotion favorite if that makes sense Uh, but they've had a little bit of a, a worrying start they've played three games in the league they've lost two and won one but they are playing against Rochdale Rochdale are by us and pretty much anyone who has an opinion on football fancied to finish bottom of this league now my Thought process is that Fleetwood are too good for this to keep continuing, and this is the perfect opponent to kind of turn their form around and get a good win over. When you consider Rochdale are at home and priced at three to one, I think that kind of goes to show that the, the golfing class that the bookies see Fleetwood are priced at 17 to 20. I wish I could get a little bit more value there for a team that is not in great form, but I think Fleetwood are too good to continue this poor form and things turn around, you know, everything changes. No matter if you've lost 20 games in a row or won 20 games in a row, eventually you will, you know, win lose. And I think this is the game that happens for Fleetwood.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I can definitely see them turn it around this season, but I have been disappointed by them so oh, far.
1: Definitely. Yeah. No hiding from that. But what a, I mean, if this was at home, it would be the perfect game. Uh, it's mm-hmm. away from home, so it's, you know, nine out of ten perfect.
0: Yeah, and then we can take advantage of slightly better odds, can't yeah. we, though? Yeah, exactly. This You'd be looking at a maximum one to two if they are at home. Yes. Probably a lot less. Agreed. Um, right, so I'm going to go for a team who have been, I think unexpectedly, it's, it's fair to say, very good this season. That's Lincoln City. Um, I'm going to go for the double chance in their game away at Blackpool, and that's priced at eight to eleven. So very, it's a very very good price. Lincoln have played so Lincoln have played seven games this season. They've won six, um, they've lost one, and that was to Liverpool in the Carabao Cup. So I think I think we can forgive them for that one. Just about. Yeah, yeah. Now in the league. They've beaten Charlton two 0 great result. They've beaten MK Dons. They've beaten Oxford two 0 another great result. Oxford should be bang up there this season. And so they're going away to a Blackpool side who have been pretty poor, to be honest. Uh, losing two of their three games, both to nil, just one win against Swindon Town. So I think the contrasting forms of the two sides, um, how well Lincoln has started, the form they're in. Yeah, I think double chance at least should definitely be in if you fancy lincoln on the nose 11 to 4 which is nearly three to one fantastic price that could well happen but i'm taking that tad bit more tad. i'm taking that tad bit of caution and uh, going for the double chance
1: 100 percent, 100 percent. i mean yeah it's it's not been great so far has it it really hasn't been
0: great so far Oh hang on. But you yeah, know, Blackpool have got a they've got a decent side, I'd say.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean in the um in the preseason predictions, I think I had um oh, about eleventh.
0: I think yeah, I had them I had him just sitting around outside the playoffs, yeah. I think. Kind of eighth, ninth. Yeah, it just
1: I mean CJ Hamilton has obviously grabbed the headlines. He's got he's got two goals so far from from left wing. But you know, they just don't seem to be able to keep goals out, uh, especially as you said on the road. So yeah, it's, it's not been a great start. And for Lincoln, I mean, Michael Appleton, a great league one, league two, uh, manager, isn't he? He's yeah, really put yeah, his stamp yeah. on Lincoln and, and they're moving forward now. Let's talk about, uh, Portsmouth. I mean, they've been in Crap. this league. That, yeah. <laughs> They've been in this league a while now. Um, I think they've been in the league three seasons, possibly four. I think this is actually the fourth. And their rise through the leagues since their takeover has, has really stuttered. Kenny Jacket has come under pressure I don't know how many times in his tenure. And now is the most recent time. Obviously, they had a disappointing playoff campaign uh, last season and have League One football to play again. And this season has started off really poorly as well. There's there's fans asking about the recruitment strategies and, and what's going on there. And they're playing against Burton Albion this weekend. So first of all, before I go into you know form and stats, everything, I'm just tipping the double chance. Burton Albion or draw. Burton haven't been good enough themselves for me to say that they're going to get the win in all honesty. But I do think they'll make it difficult for Portsmouth. I think they'll possibly smell blood a little bit. Um, Like I said, Portsmouth, we just spoke about how poor Rochdale have been. Well, Portsmouth drew 0-0 to them, and they lost at home against a makeshift, kind of up in the air, uh, Wigan side, which is hugely alarming. Um, So I really, really fancy Burton to get something from this. Possibly a 1-1. Uh, maybe even a, a nil-nil. Um, but yeah, Burton double chance for me. I think that's a an interesting bet for the weekend. And 8-13, it's a really good price.
0: Yeah, I'll tell you someone who should be bang doing better. That's John Marcus. Yeah, 100%. Eight, eight goals since he joined Portsmouth um, in the summer of 1920. Uh, you know, this is a guy who's a proven goal scorer at League One. 17-18 season, got 14, which is all right. 18-19 uh, season, got 21. 16-17 season, got 26. You know, since he's joined Portsmouth, he's been expected to contribute a lot more in terms of goals than he has done. Yeah, completely agree. Uh, but yeah, I completely agree with your tip. Portsmouth are a team to avoid at the moment, aren't they? Yeah, big time.
1: Don't go anywhere near them until there's a bit more clarity. Uh, whether that's jacket goes or they do some business in the window or or just pick up their form. But right now, a million miles away.
0: Yeah. Um, a team who haven't done anything wrong so far that I'm going to back is Hull City. They're against Plymouth Argyle this weekend. They're priced at four to five. Mess off the pitch, but on the pitch, they kind of seem to be pulling it together. They have played two promoted sides from League Two already. Uh, they beat Crewe 1-0. They beat Northampton 2-0. Now they can make it a hat-trick early on in the season with a, with a win against Plymouth here. I think they can do so. I don't, I've don't. i not seen anything from Hall which um, tells me otherwise. You know, they're keeping clean sheets. They're scoring goals, uh, performing well. Plymouth, on the other hand, to be fair to them, they've had a good start to life in League One. Uh, they're, they've not lost a game. They've won one, drawn two. They have conceded goals against teams who you shouldn't be conceding that many goals against. Uh, the highlight is four against AFC Wimbledon. You know, if you're a team who can concede four against AFC Wimbledon, uh, I think there are problems at the back, unless it was just an off day. But you know that worries me. And I think Hall can certainly capitalise on this, on this Plymouth side. I think it's just going to be a case of levels here. Uh, Plymouth are doing well, good start to life in League in League 1, but I think they're going to come up against a whole side who's going to be that bit superior this weekend
1: I'm just glad that Keen Lewis Potter is as good in real life as he is on my football manager file because he's been great so okay. far, two goals baller sorry?
0: Baller for you on football manager? Yeah,
1: plays left wing for my forest side that just finished 8th in the Premier League, so yeah fair play to him, 19 years old uh, right now, not in my game, and uh, yeah, looks looks a real talent. So, looking forward to seeing him flourish this season. Completely agree with your tip.
0: Yeah, well, I tell you what, if Walker's got Forest in the Premier League, Walker in.
1: <laughs> don't worry,
0: we we've won <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: Don't worry, don't worry. Season one, failed playoffs. You'd have had me sacked. Season two, <laughs> automatic promotion. Season three, relegation. Season four automatic promotion, season five eighth in the Prem. So you wouldn't have let me get that far, but that just goes to show that you need patience in this game.
0: <laughs> yeah, my my finger would have been on the trigger. Yeah, I'd have, I'd have
1: gone first season. As soon as I lost in the playoffs against Fulham, which I never think about, but I always do, uh, then yeah, you'd have had me gone. Anyway, and then survivor the relegation. <laughs> Let's move on to League 2, Tom. Uh, feel free to kick us off.
0: Yep. Yeah. Okay, I'll kick us off with Salford. Price at Evens, away at Stevenage. Um, both teams actually started all right this season. Stevenage played three, won one, drawn one, lost one. Salford played three, won one, drawn two. Salford, I think, will go very well this season, as I feel like we say every week on the pod. Um, Stevenage, so, so lucky to be in this division. But making the most of their reprieve at the moment. However, their squad is nowhere near as good as Salford's. And I do think this should be a comfortable win for Salford. I don't expect to see Stevenage um, maintaining this top-half top, top half form. I do think they'll drop back down. Uh, but, yeah, Salford should get a comfortable win here. Evens is a, is a decent price, I think. If you had this game... 20 games into the season, I think you get Salford at a lot shorter price.
1: Yeah, agreed. The gap's only going to grow between these two, isn't it? So Yeah. Yeah, um, completely agree, mate. Probably the outstanding tip in League Two, I'd say, this weekend, Salford.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Second most outstanding tip for me is Crawley Town.
0: Yeah, I was just dying that one
1: up. Yeah, they're playing against probably the biggest mess in professional English football at the moment in South End. What is going on there? Honestly, what is going? On? They were absolutely amateur last season. And a lot of teams when they get relegated, obviously South End relegated from League 1, they use it as a fresh start. They either change their manager, they change a couple of players, if they stick with the same manager and the same players, there's there's that line in the sand and they, they move forward, they do things differently and, and they use it as a springboard to go forward again. Southend are bottom of the Football League. They've lost three out of three. The whole country's laughing at them week in, week that's, out.
0: That's generous. Let's include their other games, you know, all competitions. True. Five out of five. Yeah, five out of five. Yeah. Um,
1: <laughs> yeah, including cup games.
0: I mean, they're a complete
1: joke. Crawley are going to rock up. They're priced at three to four. I mean, Crawley, fourth in the league right now. I don't expect them to stay there. I think they'll finish around mid-table. Um, but they're going to find this a practice game, to be honest mm. with you. So, yeah, more than happy to lap up three to four for Crawley. I think I think that's a great price, to be honest with you. I mean, look at the state of End.
0: Yeah. Not good,
1: is it? Not good Anyways, at all. I mean, completely. you know what? If you are a South End fan and you are listening to this podcast, I genuinely, not to ridicule you or anything, I would genuinely like for you to come forward, email, Twitter, Facebook, whatever you want to do, and just give me a bit more insight as to what on earth is going on down Roots Hall. Because from the outside looking in, it's just. It's just the slippiest slope I've ever seen. Yeah. So I would love to know a little bit more. Um. You know what's going on there. Final thing I'll add, Tom, on this game. If you want, if you think Crawley are gonna just, you know, toy with them a little bit, Crawley to win, and over two point five goals, seven to four for a bit more value.
0: I never thought you'd say on the podcast that Crawley will toy with anybody. (laughs)
1: I know. <laughs> I think if you went back and you listened to every single show that we've ever done, Tom, the amount of times with Tip Crawley, probably less than 20 times.
0: Oh, he's, he's o- over easy. Over nearly four it seasons.
1: Like, Do it on both hands. 46 games a season, every season. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, but South Ends are that bad.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I completely agree with the Tip. Um, I'm looking at... I'm looking at a tip that's probably not not one of the strongest ones, but Harrogate Town against Bolton Wanderers. And Bolton, at the start of the season, were the bookies' favourites to win the division. They've currently played three, lost three, not even scored a goal. If we factor in cup competitions, um, they're another team who have lost five out of five. And Harrogate, we've seen them come up into this league uh, as winners of the playoffs from the National League. And they've started really well uh, in comparison. They're, un- they're unbeaten in their three games, 1-1, drawn 2 those games coming against Port Vale, who've again started strongly. So that's a good result. Walsall, good result. And then they beat South Ender. Uh, that's to be expected, I guess. But um, I'm, I'm siding with Harrogate here, the newly promoted side, on a bounce, 13-10 to 10, against this pretty hopeless Bolton side at the moment.
1: We love momentum, don't we?
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. We absolutely love it on the football betting podcast. And I'm telling you now, Harrogate—they've got the momentum. I agree with you, Tom. They've been—they've been really impressive so far. I—I yeah. I wasn't sure how they how they would go, to be honest. I—I I think I said that they would struggle. I don't know if I had them to go down, but I looked at their squad, and don't get me wrong—I wasn't an expert on every player, but I didn't see that much. Uh, that I liked, but I'm starting to think that maybe they're like Sheffield United, where you mm. look at the squad on paper and you think, oh, Christ. But they've got a system, a way of playing, a belief, yep. you know, uh ethos that, that works for them. So, yeah, 100%. Let's talk yeah, about I, a team. I, I would, sorry, I go would on, just, Tom. Sorry, I would
0: just say on that as well. With with Bolton, I would say on on that, you look at their team sheet, you see some players, you know, Owen Doyle, Nathan Delfonso. Uh, It's just not happening for them. So, I wouldn't be put off Harrogate. Don't look at Bolton's team and be put off going against them right now.
1: I agree. I remember me and you, Tom, uh, saying at the start of the season, yes, Bolton have got some good players. Yes, Ian Everett did a great job at Barrow. But it's a big ask to put all of these pieces together and just, boom, fly up the leagues. I don't know if that's going to happen. So yeah, yeah I, I totally agree with you, Tom. New cool. Newport County. Playing against a T te- Have you seen that meme? It's a Simpsons meme and it's like you will be here forever. I see it a lot because I'm a Forest fan and it's always on Twitter regarding yeah. Forest being in a champ.
0: That's <laughs> when you said that, I thought there's there's a Simpsons meme, which I That's thought you it. were gonna say. With um no not that not that one. The one where Homer walks out of a bush, then he walks back into a oh, bush. Oh, yeah. That one I always see all the time. And on the subject of memes, I always see the one all the time of the two Spider-Man pointing at each other. 100%.
1: That one is <laughs> a daily occurrence. They're like three that float around all
0: the time. Yeah,
1: it's, it's, it's so true. So true. I'm talking this time about the You Will Be Here Forever, and that's Mansfield. They're gonna they have tried everything to get out of this league. Absolutely everything. And their recent attempt to at bring in Gray and Coughlin in last season. I mean, Tom, me and you spoke about Coughlin and what a terrible appointment it was when he came from Bristol Rovers. They Bristol Rovers were riding the customer wave that completely dipped off. Mansfield for some reason decided to take a punt on him. They gave him a pay rise to come to Field Mill, um. That's over a League One side, and it's he. They've been terrible. <laughs> they've been terrible, and this season they haven't won in any of the last five games. They're coming against a Newport side that up until a um, defeat on penalties, I believe, uh, against Newcastle tonight in the Carabao Cup. They were unbeaten in their start to the season. Uh, they beat Watford in the Carabao Cup. They beat uh, the team you just mentioned, Tom. Bolton beat them 2-0 away. Beat Barrow, who we've been impressed with. Uh, mm. They beat Cambridge. And Cambridge started the season off really well. That was in the Cup as well. And I think Newport are, are going to have a field day. I'll be honest with you. I think they'll they'll find it pretty easy against a really poor Mansfield side. And Newport are priced at 11-8 to 8 as well.
0: Yep, we'll have some of that then.
1: Yeah, roll on up. Give me
0: more. <laughs> Feed me more. Feed me more. Right back. Um. So, is there anything else you'd like to tip, or shall we wrap it all up and look through bombproof trebles?
1: Yes, let's have a look at the bombproof trebles. Uh, this is sponsored. This part of the show is sponsored by Manscaped, uh, who are the best in men's below the waist grooming. Uh, Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. They obsess over their technology developments to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience. Head to www.manscaped.com and input the code FBP20, Football Betting Podcast 20, for 20% off and free delivery. Your balls will thank you.
0: I'll tell you what, it's worth buying a product just for the tagline, isn't it? The tool family jewels. <laughs> it is honestly and tom you got the same
1: package as i did delivered uh as <laughs> soon as you open it up there's a i won't ruin it for anyone that wants to buy one but there's a cracking just pretty to the point humorous no nothing held back kind of tagline yeah. That's greeted yeah. you in bright gold writing. It's <laughs> it's marketing genius. It's lovely stuff. So yeah, guys, take advantage of the twenty percent off and free shipping. Uh, let's talk about last week's bombproof troubles Then Tom, uh, yeah, upsets galore. So unfortunately, no winners.
0: Uh, we'll review yours first. Yeah, so I'll go with mine. um It's another week where we've not had any losers, but we didn't have a w- we didn't have three winners, which is what matters. I had Ipswich to beat Rochdale and they won
1: 2-0. He had Birmingham to beat Rotherham and they could only manage a 1-1 draw.
0: I know it was had Spurs to beat Newcastle, but of course the dodgy handball penalty made that one all. And I'm just really thankful that we weren't relying on that Spurs game to win the bomb-proof travel because that penalty decision, last minute... Uh, to cost a bomb-proof <laughs> treble would have been heartbreak. My God. I'd be so pissed off. Wait. So I'm, I'm actually glad that Birmingham didn't win.
1: Letter to FIFA, that would have been. Yeah. My God. <laughs> um, yeah, I didn't even think about it because obviously the game was Sunday. Um, so yeah. yeah, I didn't even think that would have been catastrophic. I unfortunately didn't manage to get a winner this week. Um, my treble included... Doncaster Rovers to beat Bristol Rovers. They beat them 4-1. You
0: also had Port Vale, uh, but they drew 0-0
1: with Harrogate. And I had Fleetwood against AFC Wimbledon, and Wimbledon actually won 1-0. So, unfortunate there. The joint treble had Ipswich on it, correct. Spurs on it, not correct. And Fleetwood on it, not correct. So, work to do this week, Tom
0: yeah definitely work to do. That was a very tough week last week and it just kind of epitomizes the start of the season doesn't it uh sometimes where multiple teams can throw throw in a wobbly throw in a coupon buster uh and just there were a lot of them last last week
1: yeah there were uh there were a lot to kind of get through weren't there so unfortunately we uh, we just t- took a few hits but again new opportunities. New week. Tom, I would like to read my bomb-proof treble out, please. Go for it. Lovely stuff. All right, Profit Chasers. So mine is as follows. I'm in the championship start off with with Luton Town. They're 3-4. to four. They're at home to Wickham Wanderers. We're then going to drop down to League 2. And we're going to go for Crawley Town at home to Southend United, 3-4. to four. And we're also going to go for Newport County, at home to Mansfield, priced at eleven to eight. Ten pounds on returns seventy-six thirty-seven.
0: Nice. Yeah, I like that.
1: You like a vulture. I know. I was thinking it's that. Praying. And I'll be honest with you, I absolutely bloody love it. So we'll call this treble the vulture treble. The vulture treble. You've got yeah. South South End, bottom of the football league, just getting panned left, right, and centre. You got Wickham completely out of their depth in the champ. And then you got Mansfield, who have one of the worst managers in the EFL. Perfect.
0: <laughs> one of the worst managers in the EFL. <laughs> he
1: is, Tom. Look, he's record, man. It's- yeah, it- he gives me, honestly, zero confidence, that bloke. I mean, if they win, sure. You know, give me all the egg in my face, no problem. But pretty confident this week.
0: Right, then for my treble, then, we'll go for... Hull to beat Plymouth, priced at four to five. Salford to beat Stevenage at evens, and finally Leeds against Man City. Both teams to score. That's four to seven. So ten pounds example stake on that treble pays fifty nine pounds forty pence back.
1: Love it, love it. Absolutely crushing it this weekend, Tom.
0: I hope so. I think we have we everyone a win this week. And I think we've got the teams and the trebles to do it.
1: All right, so I suppose we better construct a joint then, Tom. Um, I would like to nominate Crawley on mine. I don't okay. think there should be too many arguments against bottom of the Football League.
0: Nope, I want to go Leeds-Man City. I think that one is, I, is going to happen.
1: I'm a big fan. I'm glad you said that because I think yeah. that is something we both really fancy.
0: So that leaves us with what? Hull, Salford, um, Newport and Luton. Luton. Let's go Luton.
1: Yeah, I like that. Okay, so Tom, if you can put that together and get us a price, I'll just reiterate it for the profit chasers. So the joint bomb proof treble is going to be Leeds United and Manchester City, both teams to score four to seven. In the championship, Luton to beat Wickham, three to four, and in League Two. Crawley to beat Southend United three to four. An example ten pound stake would return
0: fifty pounds fifty three pence. Lovely,
1: absolutely lovely. So just to reiterate, as we do every week, profit chasers, please only gamble what you can
0: afford to lose and gamble responsibly. Absolutely, guys. Uh, that is the most important thing. So let's have a quick look at fantasy football before we wrap everything up. Then, shall we? Yeah, I'd love to. Have you gone up in the league? Have you gone down in the league? Just loading it up, Tom. Hang on. Do you mean you don't know? <laughs> no, I went down. Do to actively check this?
1: <laughs> no, I do actively check it, but I'm doing all right. I'm 139th out of mm. 194, so I'm I'm pretty happy where where I am right now. I got 39 points. Uh, Harry Kane and Andy Robertson got me 10. Lewis Dunk got me minus two. So, not a good week um, in my eyes if you're Lewis Dunk.
0: Yeah, that, I think you need to be aiming higher.
1: Then Lewis <laughs> for Dunk? You,
0: well, for you, 139th is, isn't bad.
1: Oh. Yeah, I think that's pretty good. Where are you? Uh,
0: 28th. You are joking me. Who do you have in your team? Well, I always do quite well, don't I, really? Yeah, but how do you do it? Yeah, I've got DCL and Kane up front uh De Bruyne, James, Fernand, Bruno, Havertz, Reece James, Trent, Lampty. This team. This team's way better than mine. Way better. Yeah. <laughs> it's way better. Yeah, I got a good team. Yeah, I got a good team. Yeah, it's cracking.
1: It's cracking. However, it's not as good as the following top 10. <clears throat> Joe Etchels is top, followed by Brian Grant, Conal Glyn Martin, Richard Edwards, Ronan Gormley, Stuart Moore, Danker Jürgen, not sure that is this individual's actual name, uh, Matt Lock Cooper, Ronan Harrington, and Ross Lang.
0: Yeah, Danker Jürgen, I think uh, must be a Liverpool fan. Massive Uh,
1: Liverpool (laughs) fan. Uh, So, yeah, his team, Trojans, uh, actually only has one Liverpool player in it, Mo Salah. Just a little, <laughs> just a little stat there. Uh, massive shout-out to Richard Cottrell. Uh, he is propping up the league right now. It's going to get better, Robert, don't worry. You'll catch up with me.
0: Yeah, that's a guarantee. Uh, but if you have more than 239 points, that's what our league leader is on at the moment, and you think you can uh, beat... All of the other hundred and what eighty odd ninety people in the league come and join. The league code to join the league will be in the podcast description. We can also give it to you on social media. Uh, there's a twenty pound free bet on offer for whoever wins the league come the end of the season. So please do come in. You'll join wherever you should be, uh, depending on how many points you've got at the moment. Correct. Yes. And
1: yeah the social media handles t underscore fb podcasts for twitter facebook facebook.com slash football betting podcasts and gmail football betting podcast at gmail.com as I, as I said earlier I'm genuinely hoping the south end fan reaches out
0: uh, and lets me know what on earth is going on if you enjoyed the show guys perhaps want some money from the tips we'd really appreciate if you could leave us a rating or a review wherever you listen to your podcasts and also remember 20 percent off at manscaped using the code fbp20
1: boom well guys thank you very much for listening this week as ever stay safe good luck this weekend and uh thank you for tuning in
0: see you guys